got a chance to be at the top of this division today. Let's go out here and show these people our confidence and our swagger today. When I say who are we, you say Saints. When I say are we ready, you say how? Who are we? Who are we? Are we ready? Are we ready? Who are we? Who are we? Are we ready? This is New Orleans. What have we played them over 25 minutes? Just how are we going to set up the podcast? Uh, all right. We're getting wrong, dude. We're getting into David Stern uh, today. That's the first thing we talked about. It was about three minutes ago. Yeah, what you think about that? Right. David Stern. David Stern is a boss, dude. What do you say? Oh, come you on! We can't have you on if you're not gonna. <laughs> you need it. You need to keep up with the fucking topic of the Huh? <laughs> Some of us have real jobs, fellas. Did you hear what David Stern told Jim Rome? I'm talking about David Stern, about the, about, about the lottery, huh? He said, Rome's a bitch. No, he said, no, that. He said. No. no. Jim Rome <laughs> said, Jim Rome said, what do you think about it? You know, everybody says the lottery's rigged, you know. Everybody says you rigged the lottery. What do you think about that? And David Stern straight up told us, dude, well, did you stop beating your wife yet? <laughs> Can I that? Yes. Huh? Hey, Tom, did you stop beating your wife yet? That's what he said? Yes. Yes. He said, did you Damn. stop beating your wife yet? How funny is that? He's, he's a boss. That's Stone Cold. Just, around, I, huh? that, that, that's just Stone Cold. I, I do whatever I want. Like, nobody he nobody called. answers to me. I, ever, I just fucking do whatever I want. He called off. He called off. He called off the fucking trade, and when everyone asked him why, he said basketball reasons. He didn't have to give no fucking explanation. <laughs> he knows a bunch. Everybody was so pissed. Everybody was so pissed. We're like, "What the fuck is he doing? What the fuck is he doing?" And then, like, like six months in a row, we're like, "Fuck, that dude's got our back." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so glad he called off that trade. David Stern is a fucking like. He went from being my least favorite. Huh? What? Well, he's definitely better than uh, he's definitely better than the other commissioners. He went from being yeah, my least favorite sure. commissioner to my favorite. He's my favorite commissioner by far out of anybody. Well, he was he was obviously playing the long con, knowing we were going to get the number one pick, right? I mean, he was well. He I mean, that that's what everybody's saying. That's what everybody's saying. But I don't think it's rigged. But no, a lot of people do think rigged. it's rigged. There's too much. There's too much money on the fucking line to keep it to rig it. Although you could argue there's too much money on the line not to rig it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, point counter. Well, right? yeah. Cleveland won. Cleveland won last year after they lost LeBron from like the fourth spot. Right, right. Yeah. But LeBron gives it to Cleveland. We lose Paul. He gives it to us. I mean, that's. I mean, you could argue either way. I mean, I don't think he rigged it because then, I mean, you can come back and say, well, you know, I mean. Cleveland could have used number one pick to, to you know, re revitalize yeah. that fan base. You know, I mean, all that. But I just right, think yes, whatever. That, that's what most of the blogs I read were saying is that you can make an argument for about five teams. You can make an argument for like top four or five teams. Right, yeah, I mean, but Cleveland could have used this. He's going to promise. He might have promised Benson, uh, you know, buy the team, give you the pick. I mean, right. he could, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but 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 I mean, I mean. What's to say, you know, Washington and Cleveland have, you know, so much to stake here. I mean, 
you think about it, they have more. Yeah. They would benefit more getting the first pick than we would because we are, I mean, we kind of, we were on the rise before the first pick. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Eric Gordon, you know, that was hooking. They were sitting him for basketball reasons, you know, but. <laughs> I think said, we. Said, huh? Yeah, well, they, they said the team that would benefit the most. Or the team that would be most suspicious is if New Jersey would have got it, because New Jersey was yeah, like a real long shot. And that they, they I, mean, I mean, I mean, any team that would have won it, they would be saying, "Oh, this is rigged. This is rigged. This is rigged." Right. They needed they needed to keep Darren Williams there, so they needed a reason to keep him, which Anthony Davis would have been the reason. But now Darren Williams is leaving, so now they go into Brooklyn without a star. It's kind right. of bad for them. I mean, if you'd have gave the pick to you know oh, New Jersey or. Cleveland, you know, I mean, you can give it to, to any one of those top five teams, and you know, I'll be there later. All right, Jeff, Jeff Dunn. <laughs> later, Jeff. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, really, really, you could have, you could have gave it to any team, and they still would have been saying, "Oh, it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged." Right, right. I mean, it just so happened that we are in the best shape out of those top five losing teams. I mean, we in. We ain't good fucking shape. I mean, I've been telling people all season. I was like, hey, just, you know, we're going to get two top ten picks. We got the fucking, you know, we got this other pick coming in from whoever, Minnesota, whatever. We got our pick. I said, just wait. See, you know, what happened? They were like, oh, yeah, the Hornets are dead. You know, I was like, oh, just, you know, just wait, just wait. And I'm fucking watching the draft. I'm like, motherfucker. And they, they, they fucking went through like 12 through 4. And I was like, no, what? I was like, there's no way we're going to get this top pick. And they called the right, third well, pick. I was, like, I was like, oh, shit. Then they called the second one, and I saw, like, the the colors. Like, when they were picking things, I was like, oh, that is not the Hornet color. I said, that ain't the Hornet color. I was here by myself, like, running around the living room by myself, just, like, shotgunning beers. Like, oh, we got this. I want to I want And my brother was like, bro, like, walked in. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, you would not understand. Apparently the the picks were made like the lottery was done an hour ahead of time, an hour before that broadcast. Well, so I think that, Monty, I think that's usually how they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it like, like behind closed doors, like with like Ernst and Young or something. Right, and they have legit lottery balls with numbers on them, and no, each yeah, team yeah, has a yeah, series yeah, of like yeah. four numbers. But apparently, they definitely Monty do it like they definitely the do it like like legit, like with lottery balls. Like I mean, it's. It's 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 all the way legit, like you know, with the balls and all that. You know, there's people there, like Ernst and Young, like people. That's what they saying. Like, why would why would like a random guy from Ernst and Young, like that's like having Jeff come in and say, okay, you're gonna be in charge like lottery balls. Like, why would he risk his job and his career to help out like a, a, a city that he's got no connection to? Like, if if, if they were like, hey hey, come on in, you know, we 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 gonna rig it for like Cleveland. Why would Jeff come in and be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to risk my whole job, my, you know, my whole career to help Cleveland. I mean, nobody's going to do that. I mean, they do it. I mean, it was done legit. That's just, this is just what happened. They said that, that Monty Williams knew ahead of time, an hour beforehand, that they had the number one pick. So that that's why he didn't look as surprised. Like, he just did like, the fist bump smile thing. I just figured, it, I mean... I just figured, you know, I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I mean, if you were in that position, I wouldn't get all crazy. I'd be like, okay, yeah, okay, well, you know, we won the first pick. And fucking go backstage and just fucking celebrate. 
Pike's Pike. Yeah, 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 we got the first fucking pick. <laughs> right, yeah, you you walk with a little bit of different arrogance, you know, like, yeah, yeah. we did it. I mean, I ain't going to fucking That's celebrate, funny. you know, once they call it and get, you know, stupid crazy. Like, yeah, we got the pick. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting to see, you know, you know, with, with the different, you know, people are saying, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's rigged, it ain't rigged and all that stuff. But, hey, I don't fucking care. We got the pick. That's it. We're going to be the OKC Thunder in about two years. Well, yeah, that's that's really funny is because OKC almost had our team. Seattle would have kept their team, and Seattle know, in the finals yo. right yo. now. That's why a lot Seattle's of people from down be, here, like yeah. a lot of people tied in with the team, do not like Oklahoma City at all because they dealt with like the people like in charge and like the team went over there and like everybody was trying to keep the team, and so like you know people people in charge down here like dealt with them, and they don't like them, and everybody's like, well, you know, why you don't like them? You know, it's a great team. They're like, well, you know, y'all didn't see what happened behind the scenes, you know. They wanted to keep our team, you know, two years ago, and all this blah, 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 but I don't care. I mean, we got two top ten picks. I mean, we're going to, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like you got, you know, three top ten picks. You got Eric Gordon that didn't play at all, really. I mean, they basically sat him last year for, you know, basketball reasons. But they sat him, right? you know, quote-unquote, to tank. You know, I mean, he had, like, an injury that could have, that if we were in playoff contention, he probably would have been playing for the last 20 games. But they were like, well, you know, they sat him, you know, because he didn't have to play. I mean, it worked out, you know, worked out when we got the pick, and that's it. So, we, I mean, yeah, if you look at it, you know, objectively, we got the number one pick, we got the 10 pick, and we kind of got... Eric Gordon coming back, who didn't really play all season. So I mean, we 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 kind of got our own victory, you know, to know what to do as a ten, you know, ten spot. Right. We need to build what Oklahoma City has built. Yeah. yeah. Four years ago. But think and this, I got faith in it. I got faith in it because Monty comes, you know, Monty comes from the the San Antonio Spurs. You know, you know, he comes from that, you know, project and program and all that. So they build, you know, that way and. They've been saying, you know, Del Demps has been overseas, like, you know, scouting draft picks and all that from overseas. And, you know, he may, you know, maybe out of two or three years, he might find one, you know, manager nobly, you know, out of three years. But, I mean, still, you know, you find one out of three years. <clears throat> I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're in a bad position at all. No, but it looks like it looks like our starting lineup is going to be uh, Okafor, Anthony Well, Davis. I mean, I... I've been hearing all kind of, you know, I've, I've been hearing they're going to hand the seal before. I mean, I think, I think we're going to know a lot more after the draft because, you know, we're going to, they're going to, it's going to be known what we're going to do with the 10th pick. They were like, oh, well, you know, you can trade the 10th pick for so-and-so and they might think, oh, no, I think, they, I think they're getting either Dan Lillard, point guard, or, um, the kid for, it's got, I'm going to get killed for this one. The kid from UNC, I can't think of his name. I mean, there's a bunch of them they saying. I mean, you got Hampton, you got Kendall Marshall, uh, Kendall Marshall, Kendall Marshall yeah. the point guard from UNC, or Damian Lillard, the point guard from uh, Weaver State. I think that's who they're going after. They need to replace Chris Paul with a with a point guard yeah, that can yeah. distribute the ball. Get it, get it to Eric Gordon on the off screens. Get it to Eric Gordon when he's you know ready to shoot. And then you got Anthony Davis and a whole less three starters. And then whoever's going to play the three, and then whoever's playing center. So it's either going to be Cayman. Uh, we got Cayman, right? Cayman's still on the roster. Well, I mean, he's on now, but 
I mean, you got Kamer, you got Okafor, but that doesn't mean they're both going to be here, you know, in, in, you know, by the time of the season starts. I've been hearing all the kind of shit. I've been hearing, I've been hearing they're going to draft Anthony Davis with the one and then Tollinger with the ten, get rid of Okafor and Kamen. Uh, there's so, so many, you know, postulations going around. I think you give, I think you give Anthony Davis one year at power forward. You let him bulk up. You bump him over to center. Yeah. his true position. He plays like a center. And then you let him, allow him to block shots. You allow him to change yeah. the pace of the game. You know, you allow him to do those things while getting rebounds. And even though he's not going to be Shaquille O'Neal points per game, he'll still be worth a number one pick. Right. He'll still be a franchise. But I mean, change the good thing, the good thing about opposition is, I mean, you know you're getting the start with the one. So, I mean, you can kind of gamble with the 10. I mean, you can say, all right, yeah, you know, we want to take a given, you know, this guy's going to come in and produce right away with the 10, or maybe we want to reach on a point guard that, you know, may take a year or two to come in. You know, you still got Jared Jack. Maybe Jared Jack can, you know, lead the team for a year or two with this other guy waiting in the wings. There's so many possibilities. Like, I've been hearing, there's probably, you know, 75 different possibilities I've been hearing, and they're all good. You just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, can we do can we do another year of Jared Jack? He's the Chase Daniels of point guards. Well, I mean, but I think like I mean, I think if you got Andy Davis at the four, you got Eric Gordon at the two. I mean, you figure you keep a reason maybe for a year. You got him at the three, and you got Okafor or Cayman at the five. You can probably make a legit run at the playoffs with Jared Jack as your point guard if you got those people around him. I forgot about Ariza. I think Ariza plays the three. He'll start at the three. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, if you got, I mean, it's all. It all depends on what you got. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, we might have been struggling at the four for a while, but we had people around them. But now, you know, we set three, four, five, so you don't need that stud at the one. If you know, yeah, if you got fucking slouches three, four, five, then you need a stud point guard. But I mean, if you got Anthony Davis at the four, and you got, you know. Three or four people that can play the five, and you got reason three. I mean, you don't need like a great, phenomenal point guard. You need somebody that can, you know, pass the ball around. You know, hey, come down, pass it, Eric Gordon. You know, let him, you know, do his thing. I mean, it's right. just there's a, I mean, there's a bunch of possibilities. That's why, I like, I'm so excited about the draft because I just want to see like what they do. Then, like, once you know like who they picked and all that, then you kind of got the better idea. Okay, well, yeah, they're definitely going to be trading this guy. You know, well, we got him and him, so they're going to be getting rid of him. But, <clears throat> I mean, I, I saw I some, some, some mock drafts and projections where they're saying we're going to get Davis with the, with the one and take fucking Solinger with the ten and just set I up. Like, I hate Solinger. I mean, I don't He's like terrible. him. I don't like him, but, you know, I mean, based on, you know, what people have been saying, I mean, if they're trying to set up like a, a New York type roster from, you know, four or five years ago, maybe not four or five, this might have been six or seven when they had Tyson Chandler and Eddie Curry. He's a six, he's a six eight center that plays below the rim. Like, he I mean, can't I mean, block shot. He can't rebound. He's, he's not good. He's not gonna play. He's not gonna be, a, he's not gonna be good in the NBA. He was good in Ohio State. But I mean, I mean, if, I'll trust them, whatever they do, you know, see what happens. I mean, if it turns out to be a bust in the first year, I'm like, well, I might be questioning, but, I mean, it seems like, it seems like we got one of the youngest, like, you know, 
staff around, you know, with Monty and Dell. I mean, I think I think they know. I want to say they know what they're doing. I mean, Dell Dell's a lot better than fucking Jeff Bauer. <laughs> That's for sure. But I mean, I'll I'll give them, you know, a little leeway, you know, this year. See what they do with the draft. See who they trade. See who they come, you know, try and get with free agency. Um, I mean, it does. It does. It does feel like we're going with more of a modern staff for sure. Like well, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, everything everybody says they're following. They're following the San Antonio model. I mean, Dell's Dell's overseas scouting fucking random ass people that nobody ever heard of. But if you look at San Antonio the past five or six years, when they drafted Tony Parker, like twenty two or something, got Mount Joby in the second round up. And they just get those random ass overseas guys to come in and play like, you know, a, 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 a you know, just a regular position, but just, you know, hey, play your role. And they come in and give them, you know, 10, 15 minutes a game, do what they're supposed to do. Right. And if yeah, we can, think, uh, if we can build off the San Antonio model for a year or two, and they go out to like somebody, you know, a stud for agency, I'll take it. Better than where we've been, fuck. No, I, I agree. I think I think we'll be back in the playoffs quick. Once Anthony Davis matures a bit, he's got to get one year of just feeling NBA bodies against him. But once he gets that, I think he'll be ready to go. Because these guys, you know, they talk about uh, Fareed. You're, I don't know if you remember him in a, in, a, in a tournament last year. He was a guy with the long dreads um, who yeah, was grabbing yeah, all yeah. those rebounds. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's one of those guys. I think he I think he plays for San Antonio actually. But he's one of those guys who got picked in the second round. Nobody knew what to do with him. All he right. does is rebound. But that's a transferable skill. Like, he, you don't have to score 30 points a game to be good in the right. NBA. You just have to do something better than everyone else does it. And you got to play your Anthony vulnerable, Davis. play your position. I mean, if you surround right. about people that can excel at what they're doing. I mean, if you surround about two or three scores, you don't need a score. Just fucking get the rebounds, block shots. You know, stop somebody on defense and get us the ball back. That's it. Right, right. Yeah, he he blocks shots better than anybody else, so that will be transferred yeah. to the NBA, and he'll be blocking shots. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I I'm not trying to get caught up in the hype, but like everything you read about any day was like, I read the article today, and they interviewing you know Larry Brown. I mean, yeah, Larry Brown's coaching the college team now, but for a while there, Larry Brown was like one of the studs in the NBA. Like he he coached. The Detroit Pistons, when they were on their little role with nothing but role players, but somehow they beat the Lakers and all that, he was like, i seen this guy in college, i seen him in high school. He is as close to Bill Russell as I've ever seen. I mean, when those guys say shit like that, I mean, you're not going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, we got Bill Russell on the team. But even if he even if he comes up, you know, somewhat close to that, that's going to be better than most people in there, yeah. Right, right. He's, if he's fifty percent of Bill Russell, he'll be the second best center in the NBA. He'll right, be exactly. right, right below Dwight Howard. That's what I'm saying. That's good I mean, I mean, I'm not a fucking scout, and I don't know anybody else who's a scout. So I'm gonna take a former coach's opinion and run with it. And if he's saying this guy's Bill Russell, you know, the next Bill Russell, I will take that and run with it. And if he gives us half of that, then you know he's a franchise player for the Hornets. For the Hornets right now, right. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's good. I, mean, I think it's good. The biggest question is, is he going to shave his eyebrow? Cool. Uh, He's got to, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, might keep it, you, you know, run with it for a while. I mean, maybe find like a little, you know, maybe like a little nail salon in, in New Orleans to fucking sponsor him. 
you know, run with it like a year and then let him shave it and be like, oh, you know, Nola's best nail salon, shave my brow, you know, pay him like, you know, you'll get a hundred thousand dollars for the year, you know, shit like that. You'll get a patented New Orleans East Korean uh, <laughs> wax. Dude, I know though. I know though. Like for the games, like I'm me and Mark are buying a, a little set of season tickets, like half season. I'm definitely going Great. to buy a fake stash and wearing it on my on my forehead. You know, you know, it, you know, it needs to happen. He's <laughs> already, he's obviously, obviously, the eyebrow isn't holding him back from getting pussy. He was probably getting pussy thrown at him left and right at Kentucky. Oh, of course. Hey, hey, white girls everywhere. Right, yeah. They don't give a fuck about no eyebrow. So oh, no. he needs he needs to he needs to just lose it so they can and create a different character because he can't carry the the eyebrow character for fifteen years in NBA, can he? I mean, he can. I think if he gets the teeth fixed, I think he can work with the eyebrow for a while. <laughs> I think is if that, he gets his teeth fixed, he can run with the eyebrow for a long time. It's a give and take. Because he's got some bad fucking teeth. <laughs> well, regardless, he's just got to play some basketball, I guess. I just, I hope he, I really hope he is half of what his, I mean, um, uh, what they're saying. I really do. Dude, read, I mean, read some of the shit they're saying about him. Like, you know, Bill Russell, like, he's he's the... He's the most guaranteed thing coming to the NBA I've seen in 20 years. I mean, I could see if maybe, you know, one person said it. You could be a little cautious. Oh, okay, well, yeah, one person said it. I don't know anybody else saying it, but everybody's fucking saying it. Right, but it, it, I mean, that's, he does look, he's got that same game. You know, I never watched Bill Russell live, but when yeah, you I mean, see yeah. the videos of him, that's what he does. He stands in the paint. Someone goes in into into the paint looking to get a looking to get a layup, and he literally changes their shot the other direction, and the Celtics are running with the ball, getting a fast break points, and that's what he does. That's what he did for Kentucky. He that whole first game of the the whole first half of the national championship game, I think he scored something crazy like two points, but he didn't need to do anything other than. But he had, he had, yeah, yeah, he had like eight blocks and like. Like twenty-seven, like game-changing. You know, not it, not a block, but he stood in somebody's way, and they like right, all the shot, shot, and it went. It, it led straight to like a fast break. Yeah, I mean, shit like that. Right. Shit, it doesn't come in a stat sheet, but everybody fucking sees it and says, "Oh, okay, well, yeah, he fucking made the difference on that play." Right, right. All this shot, we grab the rebound, uh, give it, give it to the point guard that we're gonna draft. They give it to yeah. Eric Gordon for the dunk, and we just keep doing that until we until we win the I mean, championship. I'm I mean, I mean, when they when they made that announcement, you know, when he said, "Oh, with the second pick, you know, whoever went to fucking Cleveland, somebody said, oh, fuck." I mean, that's like that. I mean, they the, the same guys, you know, Larry Brown, all them. They said, "There's one guy in this draft that can turn a franchise around." That guy's Anthony Davis. Larry Brown even said, "Larry Brown said, whoever team this guy goes to." Is he going to win 50 games? I don't care who's on the team with him. They're going to win 50 games. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I will, I will gladly, you know, bet on that, take stock in that. You know, if it's coming from somebody like Larry Brown, I mean, fuck. He's been around the block two or three times. He's, you know, he's coached a NBA Finals team, you know, five or six times. I mean, he, he knows a little bit. Right, right. I mean, I he's got to know something, you know. All right, uh, so yeah. that was our first topic. We're, we're at 50 minutes. 
uh, our first hour is done. You want to you want right, to well, settle settle it for tonight, and I'll I'll post it tomorrow, and we'll see what it sounds like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Post it, post it, and send me you know whatever you know. Email me or whatever. Tell me how to like find it. You know, listen to whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay, yeah, but well, sounds good. I'm, we can just run with it, and then we'll go. You know, we'll go back and forth for a couple of weeks, and then figure out you know hammer out what we want to do for the first. one. All right, man. Sounds good. It was fun. All right, yeah, yeah. Send me, send me something tomorrow. Let me know how I can like listen to it or whatever. Would you? What do you think about this closing? Um, and we want to thank. We definitely, we, we definitely got to think of like a closing line. <laughs> Wait, here you go. Here you go. You ready? We want to thank our sponsor for today. Uh, this, this episode sponsor is uh, Southern Gem Photo Booth called <laughs> Jeff and Eric with audio photo team. What about that? We'll do we'll do Gonzalez CPA. We'll do Burkhardt Air Condition. We got to do something like Inside the NBA. Remember they used to do Mito's Saturday Night, sponsored by Nobody. Remember that? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. got to do something like, you know, oh, the Who That Hodo, sponsored by Southern Gem. Yeah, like something like random. Like. <laughs> Well, I could add I could add the sponsor later. I just thought that's funny to do. Like, they don't have to give us money or anything, but put it at the end so we give a shout-out. No, I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't fucking care. I mean, we're giving them fucking business. No, they don't care. No, but all right, man. It was fun. Like we got to do it again. All right, yeah. Once we, once we get it settled, we'll, we'll do we'll do something new in two weeks, and uh, yeah, and yeah. hopefully it sounds good. Yeah, let me know. Um, send me something tomorrow. Like, text or email or something. Let me know how I can, how I can get it. All right, man. Bye, bro. Bye.